This podcast is brought to you by our friends and neighbors at Play Arcade. Do you like pushing buttons and shifting joysticks? How about doing it while drinking and eating? Play Arcade has all of that and more. Imagine sipping on a Miss Pac-Man while destroying your friends at Miss Pac-Man. Or throwing down on some tots while you throw down on some basketball and beat Ian's high score on that machine. Never. You might even catch an old movie clip or two in your downtime. Play Arcade, located at 34 Union Street in New Bedford. You can't miss it. There's a bunch of paintings on the front, all video game themed. You know what it is. Open Thursday through Friday, 4 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 10, and Sunday, 12 to 9. Those are their winter hours. Play Arcade, when you want to have fun. You are now in with Altria. downtown rats it's ipower and alley no boat paiva this hey. is this is the last recording of 2020 but this will be the first episode of 2021 for y'all oh yeah i can't wait you can't wait for next year so we got like uh two more months of being downtown we'll forever be downtown rats but um i just closed on a house and Woo-hoo! so i will no longer be downtown after February, so if you guys want to get in on the OG studio, you got like seven weeks to do so, and then, you know, we'll be a suburban rat, but we can still visit downtown. We're not changing the name. We already bought too many stickers to change the name, right? For what? There should be a segment when hosts aren't listening. <laughs> I said... I'm sorry, I didn't do research, so I'm trying to look up no, something. don't okay, even worry ahead. about it. No, I was saying... We printed too many stickers to come up with a different name than Downtown Rats. Oh, we are definitely not getting rid of know, Downtown right? Rats. Are you kidding me? Right. I don't care if I move to freaking California. I'm still going to be the, a New Bedford Downtown Rat, no matter what. thousand percent. Yeah. But we can take the show on the road. So anywhere that has a downtown, you know, you can be a rat. You can yeah. hang out there. Exactly. We were Providence Rats this past week. Oh, yeah. We that went. was fun. So what, what did Santa Claus bring you for Christmas there? Santa Claus? Yeah. Well, I guess Ian was my Santa Claus this year, and he got me a record player, and I'm so excited. And I play records, like, every day, get home from wherever I am, and I immediately put a record on. We just bought a table, a vintage table that holds records underneath it to hold our record table, and it's amazing. New Bedford Antique. New Bedford Antiques. That store is, this like, is not a an quarter ad. mile long. I... I am. I was so overwhelmed. We we were in there for like an hour, and we had only gone through maybe a quarter of the stuff. And then Ian was like, "Okay, let's let's start moving." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We're only twenty five percent in." And then there was more stores, and more stores, art booths, whatever. Yeah. But then, uh, 
But no, what I wanted to say is we were Providence Rats the other day. Uh, yeah, we went we to a bunch of record stores. All the record shops. And the antique shops. We went to a couple of those. Shit's fun. It's a new way to bond. I think we found something <laughs> dope for 2021. Now she can't give me shit about going to Savers because now I can come back with fly-ass old-school shit. Yeah, right. Now nah, I'm probably just it, looking for more Celtic stuff. Exactly. So anybody else that's got Celtics, vintage Celtic stuff, I'm talking like, you know, a- any obscure shit, like from cardboard cutouts to fucking jerseys, championship T-shirts, hats, jackets, the whole nine. I'm in the market. Larry Bird Wheaties boxes, it don't matter. Yeah, I know. Uh, I fucking need it. It's gonna be a rough move, but I'm I'm ready. You're ready? Yeah. I'm ready f- to have a fucking man cave instead yeah. of having the whole apartment be the man cave. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have two man caves because we're gonna have the upstairs and the downstairs. Eh. Basically. I'm too tall for downstairs. Okay. Imagine playing pool, and you're like six foot two, but part of the room is only five foot eleven. And is you have it? a couple beverages. Yeah, there's like this one like piece that comes down. Okay. And you end up slamming your shit. Whatever. Well, so it's since it's New Year's Eve, I was going to ask you if you have any traditions that you usually do to get ready for the next year. Me? Yeah. Uh Well, not for New Year's Eve. I mean, I used to go to my homie Ross's for a few years straight. And we used to drink Moe or Moet mm-hmm. or Clico, smoke a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Black Friday, I had traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's, I mean, I guess it's just like hanging out with you. Today is four years since our first kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took this lady to no probs, and her and I were so nervous that neither one of us ate our food. And that's probably the only time during our whole relationship that we didn't, we didn't eat <laughs> no probs. <laughs> Combined, we ate maybe 25% of our food. I was like, I'll oh, yeah, well, we I, was, had... I was like, I'll have this one corner of a quesadilla. I just yeah. want to kiss this chick so bad. I'm nervous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, the beginning of our relationship was so funny because we both were, were like skinny, but we eat so much. Like. There's some days where I just, like, continuously eat and I don't stop eating. Like, we just have really fast metabolisms. But when we first started dating, everywhere we went, we'd only eat, like, half or maybe, like, a quarter of our food. Just because we were trying to be, like, polite around each other. We were nervous. We didn't want to eat, whatever. But I remember no probs. We both got quesadillas. And we only ate, like, one piece. I think we're both smart, though, because it's not like you're going to order chicken wings on a first date. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Make a pig out of yourself. I'm very particular about what I order on my first dates. So then we left. We're walking down the cobblestone. Yo, your boy had the best pickup line of all time. That's what got this lady hooked right here. I said, it's not midnight, but, and I went for it, and it fucking worked. I got to add that horn in there. I'm so annoyed by Four you. <laughs> years later. And I, and I won't kiss him now. 1,460 days later, she's still putting up with my shit. Yeah. And here we are. Got our own podcast. This is, this is so life annoying. right here. <laughs> and it all started downtown. That's how we got the name. Downtown we, rats. No, that's not how we got the I name. I know, but, you know, but just, you know, you know. We've been lurking for a minute. Lurking? Jesus. Wandering around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I'm just saying. Good story. You know, it was it was New Year's Eve. Can I, I had get to back share to my topic. Yeah. Before you rudely interrupted. Go ahead. With a with a. Go ahead. <laughs> what did I interrupt? What What was the crazy subject we were matter? <laughs> we were talking about superstitions. Oh yeah. Oh, I know what your superstition is. Go ahead. I only have one. What's the one? At midnight, everybody goes outside and smashes plates. That's one of them. So the reason that, so every year, like everyone usually goes to like friends' house for parties and stuff, but my family has very particular traditions and I'm very superstitious, so I tend to always want to go to my family's house so that we can do all those traditions together. So one of the things that we do, I mean, part of the new year, my grandmother puts garlic on the front door to ward away evil spirits. Hmm. That's one thing. Another thing is when it hits midnight, we all like whatever we cheers, we hug each other, kiss each other, whatever. And then we go outside and you have to walk around the house with your right foot first and you go around clockwise around the house and then you enter back in the house with your right foot first. And that's supposed to give you good luck for the new year. We did not do it last year. And look what happened. So look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait, so is it our fault that there is a pandemic? Yeah, I think so. It's our fault that I broke my fucking leg? Yeah, that's my fault. Shit. Yeah. Well, we got plenty of glassware in here to smash if we didn't go to your parents' houses. I know, we should take those old plates. But those are my parents. But you said you don't like them. No, I didn't. Yeah, you were like, oh, in the new house, we're going to have to get new plates because these are terrible. No, because I don't know how to use a fork and a knife together, and I scratch the plate, and you're like, "Ah, I feel sick now. You're going to do that with every plate. Okay. Rude. (laughs) No one likes that noise. (laughs) Rude, It it just means I'm really enthusiastic about your Uh. cooking, and I'm just trying to dig in. I hate that noise. Now that even though you even like you didn't even make the noise, you just said it, and I'm thinking about it. And then I just thought about styrofoam, and I got the same feeling. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. But yeah, we also break old plates and stuff. And like the first, I can't even say the first. Um, up until I was like twelve, we we used to not celebrate New Year's Eve there. We would always be in New Hampshire. And then Joey was born. And, and then, you guys sold the car. Yeah, and then Joey was born. <laughs> A.K.A. the condo, and uh, we had to get rid of the condo. Condo or Joey? Shit. <laughs> Joey, you got some... <laughs> There's a lot of missed time here, man. Uh, it's fine. We still went, like, almost every year. Well, it was like, before we used to go, almost every month we would go up there, and then it got to, like, barely oh. at all. Um, but anyway, when I got back... It would be only adults can smash the plates. And then when I got old enough, they were like, oh, there's no more plates. Like, sorry, we used all of them. And I'm like, God damn it. And then like finally two years ago was the first time I got to smash plates like ever because they would always run out of plates. Everyone else would grab one and I would forget to grab one. That's when I came in the mix. But it's really uh, satisfying to smash plates. Yeah. I remember one year at my college during like finals week, they had a huge freaking uh, one of those metal containers. What are those called? Not like a imagine like a dumpster, like the metal dumpsters, but it opens on the side. Oh, dude. Like, Fuck those things. I got PTSD from those things. Why? Because the fucking handle is so hard to open. 
Like, it's all rusty, and when I worked at UMass, we stored all our shit in there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, and I'm like, <sighs> and when yeah. it's fucking raining, and it's all slippery, but you still gotta get plastic chairs for an indoor event, fuck those things. It's not a Cambro, because a Cambro is what you store all, like, the food in to keep it hot in yeah, the hospital. Yeah, yeah. It's called, it's not a trailer, it's a fucking... Storage container? It's, it's yeah, like a... storage container. Yeah. So, they got a big one of those, and they got a bunch of, like, old silverware like not silverware but like the last one like plates and shit ceramics yep and you paid like how it was like a fundraiser so you paid however much and you got to like whip a plate as hard as you could into the freaking where was that at my school during finals week damn it was awesome that's pretty sick yeah talk a little closer into the mic why why is it picking you up and not me because you're not talking i am talking i talk louder than you I don't know. You're going to go back and listen. You're going to be like, oh, man, you're so loud and I'm so quiet. That's fine. Okay. You know what? Why? All right, wait. I have a topic to talk about as well. Are you going to say, were you going to say something important? Important? No, definitely not. We used to go to my aunt and uncle's house on New Year's Eve every year. My aunt Sheila's. Okay. They used to throw a New Year's banger for like oh, both sides awesome. of the family. There used to be like fifty people. We used to play like fucking manhunt and like. I think we should throw the New Year's party next year. Yeah, hell yeah! So I don't have to drive. Yeah. Oh, plus it'll be the new spot. Mhm. Yeah. We should rent like a heated trailer outside or something too. Or a heat lamp. Or like a tent. Oh. A tent with the heaters. Before we move out. You better block that out. <laughs> Just block that whole sentence out. <laughs> okay. So, I have a list of weird Santas from around the world. Yep. What each country does for their Santas. So, I know... I don't know if Portugal is on here. Let me see, quick. Because if not, I'll do that one first. Okay. So, with Portugal, what you do is Portuguese people celebrate Christmas at midnight. So usually what happens is they go to midnight mass, and then when they get back from midnight mass, um, they leave their shoes out. So instead of, like, stockings, they leave their shoes, actual shoes. And um, their Santa Claus, Pai Natal, which means Father Christmas, he leaves presents in their shoes. And then you have, like, a big feast and whatever. There's this rumor that if you don't, if you don't like behave or whatever, because you're giving your shoes up, he'll come and he'll eat your toes in your sleep. Santa? Yeah. Fucking There's freak. Like a <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. He'll eat your fucking toes. <laughs> he'll kiss your mother on the neck. So you better not fuck up, kid. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, Japan. Japan's holiday gift giver is a fat Buddhist monk with eyes in the back of his head. Some say he travels with a red-nosed reindeer, and some say he works alone, but he doesn't arrive on Christmas either. He doesn't arrive on Christmas. So when does he show up? On the 28th? Christmas in Japan is spent spent with family doing charity work. So on New Year's Eve, the real action begins and the house is cleaned and decorated new year's eve new year's eve is when he comes or he just fucking got the toys off a layaway because he didn't get his check yet (laughs) in the netherlands 
Dutch Santa Claus is elderly and looks more like a pope than a jolly fat man and wears, wears stately robes. He hangs out with a guy named Black Peter. <laughs> what? <laughs> and takes a steamboat over to Holland from Spain in mid-November. <laughs> so Spain is like their North Pole. <laughs> He's got to deliver the toys for Black Friday on oh, a boat. Damn. What's up with all these Catholic people with boats? 40 days and 40 nights. He... <laughs> So, currently, it should be noted, he resides in Spain, but before, before this, he worked as a bishop in Turkey. Sinterklaas, that's what they call him. Santa Claus is coming from Spain. He then has three weeks, rather than one night, to distribute gifts to good children, flying over roofs by a white horse, and dropping them down chimneys. So he has three weeks to... So if you're late Christmas shopping, don't worry. You have three weeks. I was going to say, pick up a second job, Dad. Like, you got a couple weeks at least. So the kid's like, is Santa coming tonight? Imagine trying to freaking stop your kid from bouncing off the walls for three weeks because Santa might come the next day. (laughs) Meanwhile, he and his... I'm not even going to read the rest of that. He and his, like, minions basically... Snatch up the bad children and beat them with switches. What? Stuff them in body bags and take them back to Spain. What? I don't know if that's... You don't get a lump of coal, you get child abuse. Is this like Urban Dictionary Santa around the world? I just typed in weird Santas around the world. I like the creativity. It's, yeah. It's it's like... Santa Claus, if you misbehave, they slip a tab of acid in your milk, and they surround you in a circle and go, nightmare, 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 (laughs) and then you start freaking out all night. Um, I think, I don't know, I mean, I feel like you should get three weeks to deliver gifts, because I'm so bad at delivering gifts, like, all my friends' gifts are in that bag over there, because I barely see them, I mean, obviously because of COVID now. And they're just all over the place, geographically. yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. You get three weeks. So is it like Hanukkah low-key because then you get like a couple gifts one week and then you get paid the next week so then you buy a couple more gifts? They yeah. Don't, they don't and believe in credit like, cards. They just pay out of their bank account slowly and make good economic decisions because that's what you should do around the holidays. The other thing is like I have so many friends that have birthdays around around Christmas that like I'll buy – I'll have a list and I'll buy them all Christmas gifts and then like four of them also have birthdays so then I don't remember and then I have to go back and like freaking – Okay, this is your Christmas gift now, and then these are your uh, Christmas... Pre- I mean, this is your birthday gift, and then these are your Christmas presents, you know? See, I always felt bad for my cousin Ryan. He was born December 11th, and it's like... He's, like, right on the cusp of having the opportunity to get gypped. It's like, oh, this is Christmas and your birthday. Like, I feel bad for those guys. I'm just reading this next one. <laughs> Uh, before you read that next one, did mm. you ever go look at the Christmas lights at Common Park back in the day? No. So my shop at Vogue, we got to set those up. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, freaking, I just remember ordering Domino's pizza and it was super sick. But there was one part of the place where there was Santas from all over the world. They have a whole exhibition at Common Park. Like what they look like? Yeah. <gasps> And it's got, like, a little blurb about them. I don't think it says that, like, kids get stuffed into body bags because there are families that go to the park for that. See, so so, so this website does specific towns. So I'm saying the country right now, but it's yeah. actually specific, like, oh, towns and get cities. get more specific. What town is it? All right, fine. Because I can't pronounce it. Oh, butcher it. Fuck it. 
All right, Japan is Haitiosho. That was good. And in the Netherlands, it says Sinterklaas, the Netherlands. So that might be the entire. The town unless is called the, Santa unless Claus. Unless the town is called Sinterklaas. No, that's oh. actually. No, wait a second. This is actually the names of the. That's what they're. That's the name Santa of Claus. the Santa. Oh, yeah. So it's not a town. It's. Yeah. Never okay. mind. So it is the whole country. Okay. Italy. Can I get a seltzer real quick? <laughs> yeah. All can right. I? Can I have a um. Uh, blueberry one. Blueberry. Blueberry acai. I'm gonna die. This is hilarious. Italy. Depending on where in Italy you live, you'll either get presents on the Epiphany or on Christmas, but they'll likely be brought to you by Le Bifana. <laughs> Wait, is it Bifana like a fucking like blob of beef on a roll? In, por- in Portugal, it's a pork steak, basically, is a Bifana. So they call Santa La- pork steak over there? La Bifana. The friendly holiday witch who leaves candies, figs, and goodies in kids' socks, and coal or dark candy in bad kids' socks. Chocolate's a dark candy, though. I'm thinking, like, licorice, like, candy that sucks. Yeah, like, fucking Almond Joy. Well, maybe they do, like, let's say the kid freaking hates dark chocolate. Put dark chocolate in its thing. Or let's say the kid loves licorice. Then you put uh, something else. What kid loves licorice? Joey. <laughs> God damn it, Joey. Okay. If Santa has a cookie addiction, Labifana is something of a wino. <laughs> so parents leave out a glass of wine for the witch to enjoy. That's what's up. Because you Imagine know- going to every single house in Italy and drinking a glass of wine at every house. Or it's like when your parents are like setting up the toys and shit, mm-hmm. and you know they drink a couple beers while doing it, and then they gotta gobble up some cookies. Like that sucks. And then end it with some milk, a glass of wine. You know, it's just like whoever came up with that's a genius. Shout out to them. Mm. Lobby fauna. Okay. Sweden. That's what somebody's wife called some guy, and then that's how he became Santa. Lobby fauna. I love it. Joltont. Joltont in Sweden. Originally, he was a Christmas goat. A goat. I can't freaking talk. A Christmas goat? Yeah. Who who delivered presents and holiday cheer to Swedes. But over the past century or so, they've phased out the goat and phased in the Joltont, a mythical figure who's usually small, old, and bearded and capped, much like a garden gnome or a brownie. Quote, unquote. A brownie is a creature that does housework for you. That's racist. A gnome? A brownie that does housework for you? Oh, shit. That is racist. Jesus. Listen, Sweden, I have no idea. Fuck Sweden. All right. Russia. Dead Moros or Grandfather Frost... Dresses in a fairy Santa fashion. <laughs> a fairly Santa fashion. Carrying with him an added magic, magical staff. And never going anywhere without his granddaughter, Sigurka Choka. 
<laughs> which transfers to Snow Girl. Together, the two plan New Year's Eve parties for the kids, where they hand out gifts without the secrecy attributed to some of St. Nicholas's figures. Depending on where you're from, Dead Moraz either lives in Veliki Ustig or Blashavashaya Pusha. <laughs> Arriving from either of them by Troika of White Horses. Hmm. All right. Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, the <laughs> I can't even talk right now. The three kings, or the three wise men, are the exciting gift givers of the holiday season. Do you know who the three kings, like the three wise men are? Jesus, Moses, no, and Joseph. No, 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 no. Oh. No, so when Jesus was born, yep. you know how in the nativity scene there's these three men that are holding gifts? Yeah. Those are the three wise men. Uh, so that actually makes sense. Ricky... Bubbles. And, uh, Ricky, Bubbles, and, uh, Michael. Okay. That's actually a Bible name, so that one worked. Okay. Bubbles was a Bible name? Michael? On Three Kings Day, also known as the Epiphany, on January 6th, Children fill up boxes with grass for the three kings' camels to eat. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for them, just for the camels. It's in Puerto Rico? Yeah. I don't even know there are camels in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't know. The camels feast and the three kings thank the generous children by replacing the grass with gifts and sweets. So they get a box and they fill it with grass, the camels eat it, and then they put the presents in the box where the where the grass was. Okay. That's pretty normal. All right, last one. Mexico. El Nino Dios. In Mexico and many other Spanish-speaking countries, Santa brings children gifts, but so does El Nino Dios, or baby Jesus, since after all, in his birthday... <laughs> It's his birthday we're celebrating. In some regions, Santa may bring the bulk of the gifts, while baby Jesus brings a handful of smaller ones. (laughs) And in in others, in other countries, the opposite is true. So baby Jesus brings all the gifts, and then Santa gives a little present. Depends where you're from, though. I just can't imagine a baby. That sounds like a good seven-year-old argument. Baby Jesus doesn't do the stocking. He does the gifts. Huh. Sorry. That's it. Damn. <laughs> what do you think? Who's your favorite um, Santa? Favorite Santa, Labifana. Yeah, that guy's Definite. sus. Um, she's, she is a oh. witch, oh. and she's the only female Santa that I read from there. Very um, progressive. A woman's a, a woman's. a woman Santa. Santa that drinks wine. Yeah. You know, uh, can I call you that? Yeah. Lobby fauna. Yeah, sure. Speaking of women making history, on a, on some real shit, yesterday the coach for the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich, got ejected from the game, and his assistant coach Becky Hammond then served as the head coach, making it the first time in the NBA that a woman served as head coach. Wow. Yeah. He should get kicked out of the game more often. What happened after he got kicked out of the game? He went to the locker room, took a shit, 
and she started coaching. Did she do a good job, though? Uh, you know, I think ESPN was so focused on her taking over that I don't really know the score. Let me look it up. Spurs. They lost by 14. But That's not were, bad. But they well, they played the Lakers. They were probably if he got ejected, they were probably already losing. So, uh, they were down by ten, yeah. So then they only lost by fourteen. I, th- I thought women didn't like sports. You know why? I would love to know why. Because you can't change the rules halfway through the game. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Y'all like to switch up on us sometimes. Switch up? Yeah. Yo, that's not the rule. Uh, that's a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry. I love when you try to tell, like, jokes like that to, like, women jokes to me, and I'm like, I don't get it. She's like, nah, fuck it's you. It's funny. I see posts like that all the time. They're like, when someone, like, makes a joke about you being a woman, just ask them to explain it, and then they won't be able to explain it. Sorry. Like, the, like when people are like, oh, like, you should go back in the kitchen or whatever, I'm like, I don't get it. Explain it. How are you going to explain that? Get it because you, you cook? Get it because you cook or you clean? Doesn't everyone? I don't. I do the dishes. This chick does no dishes around here. Honestly, I fucking love cooking and cleaning. But um, I take it more as a cultural thing than a because I'm a woman thing, you know? Yeah. I take it as a cultural thing. Also, like, when I was growing up, my mom was like, make your bed, clean that, clean this. Like, our Saturdays were usually like, you two clean this, you two clean that. My parents didn't make me do any cleaning, and it shows. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, you're, fi- you're fine now, but for some reason, I don't know why you could never make the bed. I mean, you're old enough to make a <laughs> What Ian does when he makes a bed is he just grabs all of the blankets and throws them up. Which is fine, but it makes a very lumpy bed, which I hate. So I take, like, each individual blanket, like, the sheet first, fix the pillows, and whatever. This chick has a hotel maid standard. Not even. Yeah, you do. Not even. We into more arguments about how bad I am at making the bed. I just don't understand why you can't take the one sheet and then the comforter and then the blanket. You fucking dumb bitch. That's what she says to me every time. I don't, I know, I don't. Don't tell our listeners that I call you a dumb bitch. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> eh. Eh. No. Um. So, question for you. Yes. So, uh, you know that episode of Kirby Enthusiasm that we watched yesterday? Where no. he's like, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. What's the day that it's too late or too early to say Happy New Year? I think you can say it, like, whenever... Like, I don't think there should be a timestamp on it. I think you can say it. But I think that you are only allowed one per person. So I see you tomorrow, I say Happy New Year. I'm never going to say that to you for the rest of the year. There's well, the no fuck point. would say that multiple times, exactly. you psychopath. So what I'm saying is, like, if I see someone February 1st that I haven't seen since last year, and I say, oh, like, Happy New Year, I feel like that's still fine. I don't say but Happy I New usually, Year to anybody. I usually just say it to my family and my close friends. That's it. I don't really say it, like, I don't know. Or you go into, like, a grocery store, and it's, like, the first or second day. Um, for like grocery store workers, restaurant workers, things like that, I would say one week. Yeah. 
for your family, friends, and everyone like that, I'd say a limited amount of time unless you haven't seen them in, like, I don't even know. I guess I would do, like, mid-February would be the last time you can do that. I went to Stop and Shop in Fairhaven because on Sunday there was, like, 75 people outside of Market Basket. So this past Sunday would have been, like, the 27th or some shit. Mm -hmm. And this kid goes, Happy New Year, sir. To you? You know how disrespectful that was? I'm 27 years old. Stop calling me sir, oh, man. I, I love being called ma'am. Do you? I laugh. You don't even have a ring. What? You don't even have a ring on your finger. What does that mean? What is That's that? when people call you ma'am. Ma'am is the... When I'm married, people are going to call me ma'am? That's when you get ma'amed. Why? Miss is the singular form of being polite to a woman, and ma'am is for the married. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had this one elementary know. school teacher that used to get wicked pissed when you'd call her Mrs. whatever because she was divorced. So she's like, it's not Mrs., it's Miss. I'm hey, like, I would right. be pissed too. Don't call me Mrs. I was fucking eight years old. I didn't know. Listen, you need the strict teachers when you're eight years old or else, else you're never going to learn. If I had you, all the strict teachers. If you had that teacher when you were 14, guess what you would do? Flip her off. So it's lucky that you had her when you were, you were eight years old. <laughs> oh, man. What a year, they say. I think I think it was a pretty weird year, obviously, because of the pandemic, but it really actually affected music because what would happen would be a lot of artists would come out with projects, and then they would take that project on a new tour, and they would call the tour after the project. Yep. So without the touring, a lot of people delayed their releases. So... That's why we haven't seen anything from TDE in, like, fucking four years now. Like, no Kendrick, no Isaiah Rashad, no Schoolboy Q. It's like, yeah, we've been we've been together for four years, Allie, and Isaiah Rashad hasn't come out with a fucking album while we've dated. How sad is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I never judge music- musicians based on that stuff. Because I feel like everyone's everyone goes through shit. Like you go through funks, you go through whatever. Like there's some artists that they have people writing shit for them, and that's why they can come out with music all the time. But then you have the real artists that are writing it themselves. They might be going through some shit. They might be going through a funk. They might be like not be as creative as they were. Maybe they want to take a load off. Maybe they want to take years off. Maybe they want to take five minutes off. Like right. every artist is different. Like. That's why I really liked Mac Miller because he came out with so much good music and he was just always so into his music. He was always so into the beats and the lyrics and like every single part of it. Whereas some people I feel like they do like it's it's how you're passionate about your job. Like some people are like so passionate about it. It's everything they live, breathe, eat, whatever like. And then there's some people that are just doing it because they have this talent, but they want to make money. And then once they make money, they're like, eh. Eh. yeah, exactly. It's the same thing with normal jobs. Like, I love my job so much. There's people I work with that are like, eh, I could do this. I could not do it. Like, That's why That's why LaRue quit. She didn't like music. Yeah. That's like, and, and that kid that... Uh, what was he, the top pick for the NBA? And he was like, I want to Anthony do, Edwards. <laughs> I want to do football instead. Like... He said, I'd rather play football because you can do disrespectful stuff on the field. <laughs> like, <laughs> how the fuck do you say? That's just, like, how people, like, how people are. Like, you could be so good at one thing, but you're just, like, not interested in it. 
you know? Right. Oh, man. Y'all do us a favor when we post this on the gram. Uh, comment your favorite vinyl so we can buy it. No, uh, well, yeah, vinyls and, like, stores to go to. Because we love going. Also, if you know of any weird Santas, comment that, too, because I want to hear Santas from every... You ever seen, like, a guy in a Santa suit do some, like, really drunk shit? Hmm? Like, have you ever seen a guy make Santa look bad? Like, like a really drunk dude in a Santa suit? Or, like, some fucking wreck shit? Like, <clears throat> you ever seen that happen in your time in, as a downtown rat? Uh, in a Santa suit? No, but there was a Santa pub crawl a couple... I did the one two years ago. Oh, the Santa 5K? No, it's a pub crawl. Oh, I shit. think Greasy Luck runs it, but it starts literally, I think it goes Rose Alley than us. Yep. But Rose Alley starts at like 10.30 in the morning, and then we start like right after that. So if, if Rose Alley was too packed, people would just start filtering in, and they would all be dressed in the ugly Christmas sweaters or dressed as Santa or like with lights all over them and shit, and they'd just be like, Bud Light at 11 in the morning, let's go. Like more, more, more. Like right. not eating any food, just straight drinks. The kitchen wouldn't even be open yet. <laughs> I know. Fucking, uh, they had the Santa 5K in New Bedford too. And I remember working at D&B and then just a hundred fucking dehydrated Santas walking into burgers like, I need a water. I need a double cheeseburger. I just ran three miles. Like, Oh my God. I really want to run that race where at the end you get a beer. Yeah. We should start one if there isn't. There is one. Or we should just go to Planet Fitness, do a mile and a half on the treadmill, and then go to the ice house and drink a beer. No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Because that would completely... I don't know. I'm just ready for, like... The reason I haven't been exercising here is because I haven't been able to sleep, and then I don't want to wake up early, and then I don't want to... Like, when I first started my job, I was waking up at 6 a.m. every day, doing half an hour to an hour of yoga, showering, and then going to work. And I felt freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I don't have time to freaking... Because I wake up at 6.45, and then I'm like rushing to get in the shower, get my coffee, do everything, drive all the way to the Cape. And then when by the time I come back, I'm so tired that I just like... But I know my tiredness is related to me not working out as well. So I have to just like... When, Break the habit. When we move... Yeah. I feel like Mac from Always Sunny. I'm just trying to put on as much weight as possible. It's bulking season. And then I'm going to go to the gym and hopefully get rid of it. You could turn it into muscle, I guess. Muscle. Allie calls me fat like once every other day. I don't. You call yourself fat and then I giggle. That's that's it. That's it. She, She doesn't tell me I'm not, so therefore she's agreeing. You're not fat. But you have gained a lot of weight since we first started dating. But you were a twig when we started dating. So there's, like, a difference. Like, you're not fat, but you've definitely, get, like, you know you See what I mean? Weight. This is what she's saying. And, uh, no, and she I'm says it in a fat. much less nice way when we're off the air. No, I'm not saying you're fat, though. What I'm saying is you were, like, really skinny when I first met you. Like, you were, like, a twig when I first met you. Now you're, like, not, you're not even normal. You're still pretty skinny. You're still not like a normal weight, I don't think, for your height. I think you're still too small. It's just all in my gut. <laughs> like, when it comes to like height to weight ratio, I think I'm fatter than you are, but it's just, it's just where funny. my weight is located. It's just funny because when, when I first met you, I was like my heaviest, and now I'm like normal. But when you first met me, you were like skinnier than me. Yeah. 
You weighed less than me. Ha, and ha, now, ha. And now we're, you, we've, like, tipped the scale the other way. Right. Like, when we met, she weighed 170, and I weighed 140. And now... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Nice try. <laughs> I, I did not weigh 170. I know. If I stayed in Italy for another three months, I probably would have weighed 170. I ate so much freaking food. The bad part was, like, I would eat, like, pasta, and I'd eat bread, and I'd eat cheese, and, and I'd drink a bottle of wine and, like, all that stuff. And then, like, in the middle of the day, I'd take, like, a, an hour nap and, like, not do any exercise whatsoever because I didn't know anything about gyms in Italy. I don't even think they have gyms because they're all so thin and perfect and whatever. And they walk everywhere, which I walked everywhere, but for some reason couldn't keep the tubby away. I think it was all the alcohol I drank. <laughs> no one in it. That's, that's the other difference. Like, in other countries, they think, like, binge drinking is, like, disgusting. Whereas here, it's like, oh, it's fun. Like They think binge drinking is disgusting, but then they hit the pub at 10 a.m. and then they're there for 12 hours straight. They're just better at that's, handling their that's, shit. That's Ireland, though. I'm what? saying, like, other countries, like, they don't really drink all day, you know? I bet the five million blokes that live in fucking England could outdrink the hundred million adults that live in the United States. Probably, yeah. If it was just beers. Yeah, probably. I would say. My friend Gronier was saying that like some people, because the bars now are not open as much, there's people literally there the entire time they're open because yep. they don't they don't work now. They either work from home or they don't have jobs at all. Meanwhile, so we get 90 minutes. When it opens, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we get 90 minutes, exactly. That was the worst when I was in Newport and they like gave you a card about the time that you had to get kicked out of the restaurant. Can you block out this restaurant? So when me and Tatum and like Ariel and everyone went, the hostess there, this was like last week, by the way. Yeah. This COVID thing has been going on since March. I know the protocol. I know I'm supposed to wear a mask. I know that I can't get up from my table without wearing a mask. I know that I can only sit there for an hour and a half. How long have you known all that information for? Well, I live under a fucking rock. Exactly. So I show up and this like 16 year old girl, they stop me at the door and they're like, oh, like our menu's there. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, well, just so everyone knows, you don't have to take a picture of the QR code. You can just type in the website on your phone as well. Like, there are two ways to do it. So if they don't have a QR code, you can type in the restaurant as well. The QR code is for their website. Like, it sends you to their website also. So anyway, there's the QR code in the front. So I took a picture or whatever. I go sit down. Like, we're, we're trying to sit down at the table. And she stops us and she's like, just so you know, like, I have to tell you about our COVID protocols and um, we just ask that you stay six feet away from everyone else. And we ask that you wear your mask um, when you get up from your table. And we ask that you like and she just kept going and going with all the rules. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I've I've been <laughs> like, this is hey, so how's it going? Uh, first time in a restaurant. <laughs> first time in a restaurant since March, which is fine if you can do that. I don't know. I've probably like I don't even know. 15 times. Well, I think they say that because then you go to places like I was trying to go pick up some takeout on opening night for the Celtics and they were literally wall to wall with people standing at the bar, fucking all the tables full. The North End of New Bedford just has different rules for that shit. Dude, 
Dude, the first time I went, like, bef- like literally right before everything closed, I was in Cork sitting at the bar, and it was literally, like, completely packed. Like, the worst bar, like, packed I've ever seen. And I remember it was because, like, your friends came over to visit you because your leg was broken, so it was, like, Julian and Seth here. And I went downstairs, and Ariel was bartending, so it was just, like, me sitting at the bar, talking with Ariel, had, like, six freaking Sauvignon Blancs. It was just, like, I'm glad that I had that experience because I probably won't have that for, like, at least another six months. But I loved, like, people bumping into you, and they're like, oh, hey, like, miss you, whatever. Like, you get to see everyone, and, like... I loved, I don't know, I just loved that whole vibe. Because you know everyone downtown. We're downtown rats, you know? Like, you go to a bar by yourself, and you don't feel alone at all. Yeah, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even count it as going out by yourself, because you know you're going to run into your friends. Exactly. Dante said it best. Dude, what is my guy doing out here? Talking about? There's like a fucking tractor trailer broken down. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. I had no idea. He's not delivering anything. Yeah. All right, so I don't want to edit a lot of audio this week. So. Well, you will. Yeah, so you want to... Oh, yeah, true. I got to do some shit. Uh, there's some beeps you got to put in here. There's some boops. There's some There's, some, cu- there's some cuts. You got anything else to tell the free world? I don't know. I just... 45 minutes. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry We it's not as long as we usually do, but, you know, we just wanted to give a short and sweet goodbye and, like, into the new year, you know? We're going into the new year with a new sponsor... Go to play arcade, guys. He the Eat, drink, owner. Play, repeat. The owner is like the best person. Like, I think he's probably my favorite business owner downtown. Adam Cat. He is so cool. He knows everything about movies. He uh, runs a barcade, which is probably the coolest barcade ever. Like, there's '80s movies, '90s movies playing on the TVs. There's a fr- like all Wendy's employee stuff. training video. Yeah, Wendy's employee training videos on that TV. The drinks are amazing. The food is like so clever. Everything on there is like they got Hetty Topper and Focal Banger on the rag. Oh yeah. They oh, best beer. Oh, and they got the a area. collaboration beer with Moby Dick Brewing, the Moby Glitch. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite light beer right now. Like a hundred percent. Like if they just if they decided to can that shit. Yeah. Oh. When we what. When we get a kegerator for the house, I should see if I can buy a log of that shit. Oh, yeah. That'd be fucking crazy. That'd be so good. Right? But, yeah, we we support the businesses that we support. We're, like, because we love them. Mm -hmm. We're not not bullshitting anything. We go to play probably twice a week. All right. (laughs) We go to play twice a week because they're the best neighbors we could ever ask for. For real. For real. And, um, and when shit really gets popping, you know, hopefully they still remember us. Yeah. <laughs> when they explode, when they're, like, super when famous. When shit fucking blows up. But, yeah, people, support your local businesses, support your favorite restaurants, your favorite shops, your favorite things. Unless your favorite shop is Walmart. I don't know. <laughs> Whose favorite know. store is Walmart? I don't freaking know. But I, guys, just... I, I think I'm just going to, like, do grocery delivery for the rest of my life. Because I hate grocery shopping. I hate going to Walmart. It is just, like, I almost got hit with a, an old lady with a carriage, like, seven times. Two of the times it was the same old lady. The other five times it was different old ladies. 
It's oh, what about like, the guy the other day when he was like, stay with me. I don't want to lose you. I don't want to have to murder somebody. <laughs> that fucking guy at no, Walmart. No, what he said was, um, he was like, stay next to me. I don't want you to murder anyone. That's what he said to his kid. So he was saying that his kid was going to murder someone. No, he said, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to have to murder somebody. Oh. Yeah. What the fuck's a five-year-old going to do? Uh, Get kidnapped? Yeah. And then he'd murder the kidnapper. That's probably what he meant. Walmart's got a crazy sound system in the parking lot. They could throw a whole fucking concert out there. If you go to Walmart, yo. Dude, I'm staying far away from Walmart probably for the rest of my life. So much stress to get one toaster. So much stress. You just don't know how to maneuver. You gotta move I... quick and fucking juke people out. Like, I got, I'm pretty good on my toes now. I don't take wide turns. I run my routes tight, you know? Yeah, so I just want you to go by yourself because then I lose you. I'm pissed off because I don't know where you went. I honestly have a blast in stores that have chaos because I see some shit. I hate that. And I I'm just like, so yo, much. this is so funny. This guy's so fucking stupid. Look at this shit. And I'm, I'm all for people watching, but I don't like being in the crowd. I hate it. Especially now because of COVID. I don't want people near me. And people are getting like, it's like COVID's getting even worse. And like stores aren't counting people anymore. Like everything's packed now. Like you can't get like. Well, Market Basket started counting after the holidays. And the car was, and the parking lot was like less packed than like it normally would be. And yet there's 75 people in line. So I can yeah. only imagine how over capacity it was like last week. <laughs> mm. Oh my God. Yeah, like I'm always the kind of cat, like when I go to a concert, I'd rather be in general admission as opposed to VIP because I like being down in the trenches with motherfuckers, like seeing all that crazy shit. I like being at Walmart sometimes because I see some shit. It's like you're guaranteed to leave Walmart or Mac Market Basket with a story. Whether it's a good story or not remains to be determined. It's usually but a bad story a good for talking me. Point. When you broke your leg, I remember I would just got my groceries delivered because I was like, I'm not going. Yeah, no. Not only am I afraid of COVID, like, I'm not afraid of COVID when it comes to restaurants because I'm usually sitting next to people I know. I only go to restaurants I know. I only go to the local places. I don't go to these big chains or corporations that are like, we don't really give a shit about our staff. I go to places that care about their staff and they're not going to let people work there. Like their whole, basically their whole life depends on if people in their restaurant get COVID or not. Because if your whole staff gets COVID, your business is most likely going to not make any money. So local businesses more care about that stuff than anywhere else so i'll go to those places but when it comes to supermarkets like you're touching everything that someone else touched you don't know if they used hand sanitizer you don't know if they picked their nose under their mask like i see people touching their mask all the time and i do it too sometimes but i always have hand sanitizer and i'm like a freaking like i don't know yeah, crazy person with hand sanitizer yeah you are i'm done talking about covid let's get out of here I'm just, I'm just talking about my grocery shopping problems. Let's go drink some Madacuja. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, love you guys so much. Much love. Jesse the Tree dropped a new single called Good Grief. Yes. So that's what you're about to hear right now. Happy New Year. Spread the love. But remember, after January 5th, no more Happy New Year. That's the cutoff. January 25th is the cutoff? January 5th. 5th. Yep. Shit. No Happy New Year's after January 5th. But what if you don't see all your coworkers in that week, like January? Nice to see you. Okay. What's up?
been a while. How you been? How was your How was your holidays? You just ask them how the holidays were. You don't wish them a happy holiday. It's that's like there's a fucking window for your birthday. It's like you can't celebrate your birthday nine days after your fucking. What's the birthday. window for getting rid of a Christmas tree? The weekend after New Year's Day. So therefore, it needs to be out of here by January third. I'm sad because I named her and I don't want to get rid of her, but I know I have to because she's dying. Let's plant her in dying. the backyard. She won't grow roots. You sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I don't think that's how it works. I don't have no idea though. I guess I don't really know. I mean, it's sitting in a bowl of water, so then therefore, if you just keep it, put watered, the bowl of water outside. Yeah. Or I'll look that up and see if that works. Keep it on the porch. All right, yo, good grief. Jesse the tree. We out. Bye. Something about being fast, Mario Andretti. I've been searching for Ricardo in the fog, a marginal thought. Larding my coffee to make my bones hot. Personal jocks from a tired mind on a rock. Go to sleep, go to job, boxing with an absent god. Here's my math, let's not talk at all. Sitting in a box of rain in a bathroom stall. It's a vacuum dog. Need a more affordable Auric. I implore you to do something incredibly boring. Staring at a door hinge, pondering functionality. This bag of bold checks makes sense far too many calories. My rationale is out of me, the noblest ghost. Hold the phone, it is too heavy. The levy was dry. The remaining sediments reflected a hole in the sky. Stay open in mind, find the golden wood is broken and cry. Too many opiates and homeless kids. This world is too hard to cope with. We shake our fists at the dope sick. Why? Drinking cherry coke with hope in July. Sweat nesting in eye. Suede pumas, my attempt to be fly. On camp, daisies in the cement. Sitting by the water, humming Bumpy's lament. Nothing is as scrumptious as a ratio of regret. Patience with myself is attainable as heck. Yeah. On camp, daisies in the cement. Sitting by the water, humming Bumpy's lament. Nothing is as scrumptious as a ratio of regret. Patience with myself is attainable as heck. I took a rain check to check out the rain. That's some corny shit that I found in my brain. A quarter for my thoughts, tap water on the rock. Some days I'm more an otter, some days I am an ox. This song is Mr. Rogers with a shank in his sock. Robbing a bank saying thank you a lot. I said this. Song is Mr. Rogers with a shank in his sock. Robbing a bank saying thank you a lot. Yeah. Hello, neighbor. Good grief. That's that 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 good grief. That's that.